boom. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? It's a new day. It's a fresh day. I hope you're up shaking and baking. You know, I always say that all my guests in the podcast are amazing people. Of course, they say like attracts like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, energy attracts the right energies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw Purpose Led Podcast on Instagram and I love the energy of the podcast. I was like, yo, I need to have a conversation with the host of the podcast. So, yeah, I am today with uh, Mr. Jonathan Reed. And I like the name of his business, re identity. Very, very creative way of using words. <laughs> very close. Very close. Very close. Re-identify. Re-identify. Yeah, re- sorry, sorry. Re-identify. I like it. I re- I I I, I like that. Go. So Jonathan, what what inspired you to to fall in love with the genre of podcasting? What happened to you? Well, when it comes to podcasting, it was actually, it wasn't even on purpose. Like, we didn't even do this on purpose. And funnily enough, mm. on purpose then. But we didn't actually... Mm. A man on purpose. He didn't do something on purpose. <laughs> Very good. There we go. We didn't even do it on purpose, but it yeah. was purposeful. Like, there was, a, there was a reason behind why we did it. So it wasn't really, like, we didn't, like, coordinate it for that to be the case. But it ended yeah. up being the case anyway and it's helped us to follow our purpose but the way we actually started was uh it was in lockdown remember lockdown times i remember i remember lockdown yes times. 2020 sure we in lagos at that time 2020 yes i was in La- i was in lagos in lockdown okay you're lucky well i'm, I'm yes. not sure how it was over there but i know how it was over here um so we were all inside and at that p- period of time there was an app called clubhouse do you remember clubhouse yes 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 so clubhouse was was doing its thing a lot of people were using it and then we got into clubhouse me and rob separately and then we were we were thinking these conversations they don't really serve us like these people are talking about who should pay on the first day who should do this that the other things that just didn't really interest us we were more so interested in mindset we were interested in personal development we were interested yeah. in things in, in books we were interested in i just started reading um rich dad poor dad uh thinking okay. we're rich all these different kind of books which would actually develop my mindset and atomic habits that one mm-hmm. in particular that's a big book for me um mm-hmm. and robert started to do the same thing he started to listen to podcasts too so we started yeah. speaking about things that actually mattered and yeah. then after we started speaking about things that mattered we said why don't we bring this to clubhouse we brought it to clubhouse started to build an audience the audience said this is like this is great this is amazing but if i'm not here i miss it and it's like you can't record clubhouse rooms like it didn't actually yeah. allow you to so they were yeah. like okay you guys should make a podcast and we we're like should we Rob was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So we made the podcast. And uh, fast forward now, uh, we're in the top 5% most shared podcast globally. Uh, we do cons- like frequent events in London, uh, probably going to be stretching out to the rest of the UK as well pretty soon. We speak in schools, universities, and corporates about the topic of purpose, mindset, and personal development. So, um, yeah, a lot has happened in that time. Wow. That's fascinating, fascinating. So I, I saw a study that says that the... The f- that um, there is there is around two million podcasts globally, and the second interesting fact is that ninety percent of podcasts do not survive beyond their third episode. That means that there are one point eight million podcasts that quit as soon as they start. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What kept you going? What kept you guys going? Primarily, I mean, I'll be very honest, Paul. We had a lot to say we really did have a lot to say so it's like okay well we do one episode and then and then what no we have more to say so let's say more of it right and we'd already yeah. got into that flow of consistency with the clubhouse rooms so mm-hmm. 
we're doing a clubhouse room every single week. So all it was now was just a podcast every single week instead of the clubhouse rooms. So we just kept up that consistency. It was the consistency that separated us. And hmm. understanding consistency beforehand and understanding that consistency breeds results. We knew we weren't going to get mm. it off like that. Because mm. on Clubhouse, we saw that we weren't going to get it off like that. On Clubhouse, we realized, okay, cool. You start off, there's three people in a room. It's like a group chat. So that's just mm-hmm. a couple of people talking, right? Maybe one person mm-hmm. listening. And then mm-hmm. a couple of weeks later, you've got 10 people in the room. A couple of weeks later, you've got 30. A couple of weeks later, you've yeah. got 100. So we understand that things compound. And mm-hmm. compounding only takes place when you have consistency. So yeah. we, we had to just have that consistency. And another thing as well is there were what we like to call destiny helpers. So people mm-hmm. that told us on the way, oh, this is amazing. Keep it up. This is helping me so much. There was this mm-hmm. one message pool we got, which just probably put another year in us to keep going. It mm-hmm. was um, this one guy. He said, I might not have been around had it not been for you guys in your podcast. And that is that is that's serious. Like we took that one very wow. seriously because if we're having that kind of impact on someone and they say that to us, imagine if imagine imagine the impact we're having on people that don't even want to say anything like that or or don't mm. don't want to dm us and and can't dm us even because some people are so shy so yeah we're like okay cool if this is what we're hearing from the people that do want to dm us imagine all the people that have been affected by us but they just will never say it so mm-hmm. why stop now mm. 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 this is so powerful so 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 powerful extremely powerful so someone once said that crisis activates innovation Mm. so if not for the pandemic you would have been going on the trajectory of your life to that time (laughs) ryan holiday said that the obstacle is the way (laughs) Mm -hmm. so it was the obstacle of the pandemic (laughs) that triggered that means all along, the capacity to influence people with your voice on the podcast has always been with you. Yeah. But it took the crisis to activate it. So you should be grateful to the Christ, to the, to the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Definitely. 100%. Definitely. Even in that time pool, other things happened as well. Other things happened as well. So I tell you, man, so well. powerful. Um, I, there were so many things, so many things happened there. Hmm, hmm, hmm. That's very that's that that's interesting. So, what's your creative process like? Because a lot of people go on this creative journey, right? They do the first episode, they do the first YouTube video, they do the first Instagram video, or they do the third one, and then they stop. And I always tell people that great books are not written, they are assembled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are assembled. Yeah. So I'm currently reading a book by a guy called Robert Caro. He was the one that wrote a book called The Ascent of Power. Mm-hmm. And and and, um, mm-hmm. and it's a biography of Lyndon Johnson, the president that, that, that took over when uh, President Kennedy was assassinated. This guy did right. a research for okay. seven years to write the book. So it's, it's a combination of research. You get me? The book is a bestseller. It's been selling for over 40 years. So, so it, it, it ties to the fact that great books are not written. They are assembled. So I said that to say this, that what's your process like in coming together, in, in putting out such a great show as the Purpose Podcast? Because some people may look at you and say, how do you get all these ideas? What's your process mm-hmm. like? Yeah. Well, Paul, I mean, simply, I would say this one quote that I love so much is you turn into what you tune into. Oh, 
you can say that again, brother. I don't think they heard you. <laughs> I'll say it a little bit louder too. Oh my God, this feels like church. <laughs> Let me hear someone say amen. Amen, I tell you, man. Okay, okay. I mean, that's that's what that's what I've realized because I realized when you absorb a particular type of content, so you are what you eat, right? That's what we've been doing yeah. since we were so young. Yeah. When you absorb a particular type of content, you become that type of content. This stuff comes out of you naturally. So whenever I have yeah. a conversation with somebody now, it's all the stuff that I've read. It's all about the, the consistency, like we just said earlier. It's about yeah. building on yourself 1% every single day so that you're better over a particular period of time. It's about yeah. all the business books that I've read. Why is it that I run a business? I've taken all of this business content. Of course, I'm going to run a business. Why is it that I, I, I'm in a marketing space? Because I take in all this marketing stuff. Of course, I'm going to be in a marketing space. Yeah. You turn into what you tune into. So my process, my process is like, I take in these podcasts i take in these books literally i have multiple books here right now a book i'm looking at right now i can see it um it's a book about youtube and and expanding and growing on youtube because that's mm. a, uh, an area that we want to grow in in terms of the podcast and i want to help my yeah. clients with in terms of my business too um i got alex hormozy book in my in my um, bag that i just brought to the gym i just came back from the gym now mm. um even gym stuff Paul, my, my feed is full of gym business marketing so why is it that my life revolves around gym business marketing Mm. Into what you into. so that is my yeah. creative process i just take in the stuff that i that i want to put out because you're determining your outputs i take in the stuff that that's i want to put powerful. out so that's my creative process because whatever i take in i'm just going to regurgitate it in in that's a right. way that sounds like me i'm just going to mm. put my spin on it because ultimately mm. you're just being inspired by people and pass it you're just passing along a message there's nothing yeah. under the sun yeah there's nothing under the sample you're just passing on a message at the end of that's the day or just in your way because not everybody's going to be able to understand how Alex Hormozzi said it. Not everybody's going to be able to understand how That's right. um, he's another author. Uh, Robert Greene has said it, but they can yeah. understand how Jonathan Reed has said it. They can understand yeah. how Paul Foer said it. Yes. So mm-hmm. very, very, very powerful. Like someone's, like I always say sometimes that there are no new messages. They're only new messengers. Hey, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yes. <laughs> they're only new messages because we find out that when you read a bit about history you just realize that it's just a playbook that we're using there is nothing new that's it mm-hmm. david i'll give you the founder i'll give you them and, and i'll give you a method the big advertising company in his book confessions of mm-hmm. an advertising man everything that we're doing today that book was written in 1948 everything that we're doing today right bro yeah it did do things in in the 40s and in the 50s all this marketing stuff we're doing, all he's, he's, they've been doing it. Yeah. yeah, so there's nothing new on under the sun. I, I like what you just said, that the input basically determines the output. So, jo- Jonathan, as a segue to, okay, oh, as an addition to what you said, I, mm-hmm. I was watching this documentary on Netflix called Chef's Table. Okay. It's about some of the best, best chefs in the world that they interviewed. Mm-hmm. And there was this guy who they consider to be the best pizza place in the world in somewhere in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. The guy said that he plants his own ingredients. He draws his own soil by himself. He said the reason is because the input of the material mm. affects the output. I shouted. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly what you're doing. 
Yes. You consume content around gym stuff, about marketing stuff, and that's why you produce this. So I want you to speak to that person that they are wondering why their feed is full of naked women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or the uh, result yeah, that they are producing. Yes. Exactly. So yeah. it is the input that is determining mm-hmm. the outputs. Wow. This is... This, this is this is powerful. Jonathan, how do you monetize podcasts? Because some people are about the money. They're saying to me, if I'm going to do all of this, mm-hmm. how am I going to make money from this? How am I going to take care of my it's family with this? Yeah. It's understandable. I completely yeah. understand why someone would say that because it's a long-term thing. It's a long-term thing. Yeah. So you want to be able to see some long-term money and hopefully yes. if you can, some short-term, mid-term money too. Yeah. So yes. there's multiple ways, Paul, to, to monetize a podcast. Way number one, um, I'll take you through, okay, I'll first take you through the way that we do it through purpose-led, then I'll take you through the okay. way that we do it with my clients. So essentially okay. what I do, just for some context, is I run a personal branding and podcasting agency. So I help B2B businesses um, to grow their personal brands or the founders and leaders in a B2B business grow their personal brands. And then the whole business uh, grow their podcast. And then we, set, we yeah. essentially automate it for them. So they just record, we put it out there. That's essentially what it is, yeah. simply put. Um, but I'll tell you both ways, like how I monetize for them and how I monetize for purpose-led as well. So for yeah. purpose-led, the way that we've monetized is, well, we've done it in multiple ways. Number one, we do events. So we've actually built, number one, we built a community. That's probably a better number one. We built a community. So when you build a community, all a community is is attention and attention that actually understands you, attention that actually wants to spend time with you, attention that wants to know you, wants to get to know you deeper. So anything that you sell that community, they're most likely going to buy or they will be more likely to buy than people that don't know you. So Uh we build a community around the podcast, around the Instagram and such, and the TikTok as well. And then we said, okay, let's give them a product. Let's start doing events. So we started doing events and we're making money from that. And after the events, we said, okay, cool. Let's do, hmm, what, what can we do? What can we do? We could do workshops too. So not just live podcast mm. events, we could do workshops. So we started doing workshops mm-hmm. and we started doing masterclasses, teaching them skills like personal um, personal branding, also uh, confidence as well. And mm-hmm. we started charging higher ticket for those because there were specific skills and there was only a small room. Um, mm-hmm. There's other ways to monetize the podcast, of course. You've got merch, which I would recommend. I would recommend merch. If you have a bigger operation or if you have a smaller operation, I would recommend you doing, um, what's it called now? Print on demand. That's POD, print on demand, mm. which is essentially mm-hmm. you, uh, someone orders it and it gets printed and you never have to see it. You don't have to handle it. Very good. Because one of the good. longest parts about uh, doing merch for your uh, company or your your brand is the holding the stock or buying the stock, holding it and then shipping it out. That's the longest part. But you mm-hmm. can get around that with POD services, print on demand. That's another way to monetize a podcast. And also, if you're in a specific industry, in a specific niche, you can make a course around what you do. That's so right. A digital course, a digital product. That's and right. What I like to call digital products are, um, and it's not just a course as well. You can do um, eBooks. You can do PDF documents, which would help people in whatever way. You can do some sort of a, um, like a, uh, what's the word? some sort of a, a checkbox sheet just um just to just so they can work out something i don't know if it, you're a financial yeah. planner giving them yeah. some sort of financial planning uh framework yeah you can, what, what i like to call of these things are set and forget systems all you need to do is put them on your website direct traffic to them and leave it and then they'll just mm. send money to your bank account that's the courses that's mm. all the digital products right 
Also, when it comes to podcasts and monetizing podcasts, you can also monetize your voice. So being speaking, mm. being a speaker. So that's what me and Rob do as well. We're speaking. Uh, we speak Very in good. universities. We get paid to speak in schools as well. Uh, we get. Uh, we're going to get paid to speak in corporates as well. But obviously, that one. Uh, well, I mean, we've been speaking in corporates, but that that play is um is 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 growing as we speak and things are developing mm. as we speak. But then Very that good. Also always comes down to networking. It always comes yeah. down to networking. For that's a big yeah. one too. Um. And in terms of my clients, how we monetize for them is we get them more leads and we get them higher quality leads. So the mm. thing is with B2B businesses, a lot of my clients are SaaS companies, right? Mm. So B2B businesses, they want more leads, of course. Mm-hmm. It's understandable. And to them, a lead may cost more um, or, or have a higher value than a yeah. lead to a, of a, a B2C business. Because B2B yeah. business to business, bigger paychecks than B2C because that's mm-hmm. direct to the customer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we increased their lead flow. One of my clients recently, she said uh, the podcast delivers about 10 to 20% of their lead flow for their business. That's hmm. big. That's big. And How many percent again? More, 10 to 20% of their lead flow. Whoa. That's Whoa. Big. For, for an organic channel. For an organic channel, that's very big. That's a lot. So and then when people get, are getting onto sales calls now, they're asking for the host of the podcast. They're saying, oh, can I speak to X? Like, I want to I wanna speak to X. And um, she's so like, good. oh, but I'm here doing the, the the podcast, this, that, and the other. And then now that's opened the door for her to do consultancy. As the host of the podcast, she can now do consultancy to the new clients of the B2B business. So, uh, yeah, it helps to develop your relationship with the audience. And as I said, build a community. And then whenever you sell something to that community, they'll be more likely to buy and it will improve the quality of the leads. It will improve the readiness to buy of the leads as well. A lot of the time, when it comes to this podcast, my, one of my clients, for example, this one in particular, she just drops in different things that the that the um, the B2B business does. And then when people will get on these sales calls now, they're basically already pre-sold. They're yeah. already pre-sold because they've already heard all the benefits from all of the podcasts. Yeah. They're just like, okay, yeah. where do I sign up? Yeah. They're like, how much, how much? Let me, let me just send the money. So yeah. um, that's that's a couple of ways to monetize. I'm sure there's more that I forgot, but that's just um, off the top of my head. Wow. We're going to continue this conversation in a second, but I just want to talk about our sponsor for this episode of the Paul Fo Podcast. Now, this episode of the Paul Fo Podcast was powered by VPay. VPay is a fintech mm-hmm. bank in Nigeria. It's a bank. It's a fintech bank in, in Nigeria. And you're a small business owner, you're watching this or you're listening to this. One of the biggest problems that you have is when your clients transfer money to your to your account and you don't get the credits a lot immediately. Or maybe you're not in the city or you're not in that environment and your staff says, oh, I've got to see the evidence of payment before I give you the product. But with VPay, you don't need that anymore. Your staff gets a special link. Your staff will see the evidence of payment, but they won't see the balance of your business account, right? So that's the problem that VPay is solving for you. So you, I want you to open a VPay bank account today. You click on the link in the show notes. You have a special link with me. If you open your account right now, you get a thousand naira deposited into your account instantly. All right. So VPay is growing and we are all growing. Thank you very much. All right, so let's continue our conversation with Mr. Jonathan.